You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Cardinals podcast for Thursday, April the 28th of 2022. My name is Lucas Smith, host of the show. Thanks for tuning in today and each and every day that you tune in to Lock John Cardinals, part of the Lock John Podcast Network. We are a daily podcast, Monday to Friday. I'll be honest, a lot late today. Apologies for that. I had a job interview, a couple other classes going on, so a little bit late getting it out there. But this episode is brought to you in part by Blue Nile. This Mother's Day, give mom something she'll treasure forever with fine jewelry from BlueNile.com. And Lock John sports listeners get $50 off, $500. Bucks. Continue to use the code LOCKEDON at Check out. So regardless, thank you for tuning in today to Locked On Cardinals. We're talking a little bit about the brawl, or mini brawl anyways, that did take place yesterday between the New York Mets and the St. Louis Cardinals as a couple of uh, people took exception to what happened over the over the week with the New York Mets. Also talking about uh, the Arizona Diamondback series coming up this week. Excuse me. So lots to talk about. So let's get right into it from a Cardinals perspective. They took care of business yesterday. The offense exploded for 10 runs. Pitching was solid enough. You'd like to see a little bit more from Steven Matz, sure. But, you know, overall, pitching was solid enough, and the offense took care of business. And I talked about it on on Wednesday's show, on yesterday's show. Playoff teams don't get swept at home. They find ways to avoid the sweep, and that is exactly what the Cardinals have been able to do or what they were able to do yesterday, anyways, excuse me, uh, in avoiding the sweep at the hands of the New York Mets at home. And now they have at least a minimal amount, at least a minimal amount of momentum going into the weekend set against Arizona. We'll see how many games they're actually able to get in. Uh, Forecast doesn't look exceptional for the weekend, so we'll see what happens there. But nevertheless, they were able to avoid the sweep in, in pretty convincing fashion. And we had some extracurricular activities take place on Wednesday uh, between the Cardinals and Mets. A lot of stuff flying around there, a lot of good takes, a lot of not-so-good takes, a lot of hot takes, all sorts of stuff. I think this whole thing started with the hit-by-pitches uh, on Tuesday. I think this whole thing started out of nothing. I think the Mets made a bigger deal out of it than it was. I think the Cardinals made a little bit of a bigger deal out of it than it was in yesterday's game. I get that getting hit in the head is not fun. Totally agree, totally acknowledge that on the same page. And then that it is dangerous, and the Mets have gotten hit a lot this year, so maybe they're coming at it with that perspective. I get it. I really honestly do. But I didn't think there needed to be all the jarring going back and forth the other day with the Cardinals and Mets. It just led to the incident we saw yesterday. So, in case somehow you missed it, in the eighth inning, Nolan Arenado took a pitch up and in that he bluntly did not like in the bottom of the eighth inning uh, from, from Juan, Yo- for Juan Lopez. Excuse me. Uh, yeah, he didn't like it not one bit. Not one bit. Um, was it as high as he thought? Maybe not. But at the same time, don't like the head area. That was a fastball up and in. So I get that. You know, that 98 to the head and 88 to the head are a little different, right? 
So Nolan Arnaud took a little bit of exception. She took a lot of exception to it, I should say. Started yelling at Lopez, started barking a little bit, threw the catcher out of his way, which I thought was borderline funny. Motions definitely got the better of Arnaud. I think from that moment on, it was clear that Nolan was going to go. Can't throw players out of your way. And then he charged them out. Bench is empty, bullpen clears. It was pretty funny to watch Giovanni Gallegos try to enter the field. Because he went over the wall, came down, and didn't fall down, but you know went down gracefully and just sprinted into the field. It was pretty impressive and pretty funny all, all at the same time. Nevertheless, rarely like to instigate. Rarely like I rarely like to advocate for a brawl happening or advocate for a fight or for hitting people or for uh, benches emptying. But we knew this was coming yesterday. We knew it was going to happen. Looking forward to the series in mid-May with the Cardinals travel out to Queens. That'll be fun. But then we got the whole polar bear Pete Alonzo stubby clap incident. Hennessy Cabrera comes in, tries to pull Alonzo away, stubby clap, bear hugs, and pulls him to the ground with the help a little bit of Hennessy Cabrera. And then the quote that was flying around, I can, I'm a big man, I can put somebody in the hospital if I wanted to. And then he was getting lit up for that. Oh, something doesn't add up. You got taken down by a 40-something-year-old bench coat. What? Could Pete Alonso put somebody in the hospital if he wanted to? Yes. That is a large human being. Does he need to say that? That's kind of an odd thing to, to say. It's kind of an odd thing to highlight. Oh, yes, well, I could put somebody in the hospital if I wanted to. And he he was seem cool about it post game, talking about just the fact that he was just trying to protect his guys, and he understands that that's what the Cardinals are trying to do too. But he didn't like being thrown to the ground the way he was, which I get, totally get. I wouldn't want to be thrown to the ground either, whether it was by Stubby Clap or anybody else. But my my thoughts on it are: Mets fans need to stop whining about it. It happens. Should Clap be punished? Maybe you can't have coaches throwing players to the ground. And Cardinals player, Cardinals fans, in my opinion, I don't even know how to how to phrase it properly. Well, let's just move on from it. Just move on. This is a it was a, a day game in late April. Car trying to avoid a sweep, and they did that. Let's just focus on that. Said I got to spend time talking about this brawl, talking about Pete Alonso and Stubby Clap. It was a lot out of nothing on both sides of the baseball, I thought. Now I might get some hate for this take, and I might get some what I – cool. But I'd love to know what you think, truly, genuinely. Comment in the YouTube comment section below. DM me on Twitter at LJFastball. DM the show on Twitter, Instagram at Cardinals. Do whatever you want. Let me know. I'd love to have a dialogue with you about it. But to me, let's just move on. It was a silly quote by Alonzo. Kind of funny on Claps' part, but again, probably need to – not do that anymore, not throw it on any players. We'll see if he gets suspended or fined or anything of that nature. These teams will meet again in May, and they likely could meet in the postseason. Nolan Arnauto took exception to it, said some words, fireworks galore after that. No punches were thrown. No punches landed anyways. No real injuries coming out of that, that brawl that they get together. I will say this, Buck Showalter saying, I, I know this, our guy, uh, he was asked about, was Nolan Arenado out of line? 
So partly to his credit, he said, I don't know. I'll handle my guys. I'll let them handle theirs. But then he said, I know all I know is our guy got hit in the head and ran to first base. He ran, he went to first base and said some things that kind of started this whole thing. I, again, getting hit in the head, not fun, not ideal. I get it. But both players did a little something after they got hit or close to hit in Arnado's case. Arnado definitely did more. Don't get me wrong. He definitely was the instigator in that situation. But then Nolan Arnado gets thrown out, which I agree, he should have gotten thrown out. But to me, you almost have to throw out the pitcher too, right? Clap got thrown out. That's totally fine as well. I agree with that injection. But you knew that the umpires pre-gamed this. You know they had to. You knew that the umpires were aware that this was a possibility. It's a good time for it. The game was pretty much over. Five-run deficit, eighth inning. That's a pretty good time for stuff to hit the fan. <laughs> what I'll say there. But I just found it odd that Lopez got to stay in the game. I get it that Nolan Arnauto was the main instigator. Um, but nevertheless, we'll see what the fireworks. We'll see if and when the fireworks come back when the Cardinals travel to Queens. But offensively, just to finish the point on the on the game, is kind of running a little bit long on this segment. Uh, Cardinals scored one in the first, two in the third, five in the fourth, a run in the sixth and seventh innings, respectively. 15 hits. Yeah, they gave up 11 hits. But outside of that second inning, you know, they lit up one run. They had a four-run second to the New York Mets. All in all, a pretty good day for the Cardinal offense and the Cardinal pitching staff. Stephen Matz wasn't overly impressive. Woodford was pretty solid. Henderson Cabrera didn't give up an earned run. Ryan Husley, a perfect ninth. Took care of business. That is exactly what the Cardinals did, and that is exactly what the Cardinals need to continue to do this weekend against the Arizona Diamondbacks. So, Enough about hit by pitches, enough about brawls, enough about all that. Let's talk about baseball coming up here in just a moment. But first, I'm going to tell you about our title sponsor today. And again, that is BlueNile.com. Whether she prefers a statement piece or everyday subtle elegance, BlueNile.com has fine jewelry options for every mom. You can job high-quality classics like diamond earrings, elegant tennis bracelets, or gemstone pennant necklaces. If you're looking for fine jewelry but having trouble choosing, Blue Nile has jewelry experts on hold excuse me, on hand, 24-7. They are available via the phone or chat feature to help you find a memorable gift for every single budget. Mark Mother's Day was something enduring. A classic diamond stud earring set, elegant tennis bracelet, birthstone pennant, so many more options at BlueNile.com. And if you're celebrating a special moment in your life, on BlueNile.com you can easily navigate thousands of fine jewelry options at every single price point. For this Mother's Day, Mom... Deserve something that she'll treasure forever. You can get that with fine jewelry from BlueNile.com. And Locked On Sports listeners will get $50 off $500. This podcast exclusive is only good through Mother's Day. Use code Locked On at checkout. That is L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. Locked On for that discount. Plus, every order is shipped, insured, and ships free and arrives in discreet packaging that won't give away what's inside. Shop stress-free and find your forever peace. Go to BlueNile.com today. Cardinals welcome in the Arizona Diamondbacks today. And the Diamondbacks 
are not a playoff team. They're not on track to make the playoffs. They're 8-11 and 11 to start their season. These are the kind of teams that playoff teams beat up on, and for good reason. They're in a very tough division in the National League West, but they are on track to finish last in that division. I think they will finish last in that division. I think there's a very good chance that the order they're in now, San Francisco, Los Angeles, San Diego, Colorado, Arizona, is a really good indication of where that division is going, in my humble opinion. They got a little bit of momentum yesterday. Tommy Evan talked about that in the post-game show, uh, their post-game interview on the field with Mike Claymore. Hopefully they can carry a little bit of this momentum or the little amount of momentum, momentum that they have into the weekend. Baseball is a momentum game, sports in general, but I think baseball especially is all about that momentum. Cardinals got a really solid win against New York. They were able to hit around Carrasco a little bit, who was really good, good veteran pitcher, or uh, was really good this year and a veteran pitcher, excuse me. So now it's time to take that and run with it. And again, the Cardinals still sit at 10-7 and 7 for a 588 win percentage. That's not a terrible winning percentage to have. Brewers are playing really well right now. They're 8-2. and two. But they took care of business yesterday in avoiding the sweep. Great. Check that off. Win. Way to go. Now it's time to continue to take care of business against the Arizona Diamondbacks. I don't think the Diamondbacks are on the Pittsburgh Pirate level or even the Reds level of like, this needs to be a sweep. This needs to be a no questions asked. You know, pet them to the metal, shove it on the throat. I don't think it's they're that bad, uh, them being the Arizona Diamondbacks. But they're not good. It's not like this should be, ooh, they, they probably should get a split. No, this is a team that you need to take three out of four. Get back to, to winning series. I know they've only lost one, so not again, not a panic mode, not, oh, my gosh, season's over. Oh, my gosh, it's so terrible. I have talked about the problems on this team. Offense has been really bad recently. Shortstop, catcher, outfield. Dylan Carlson had a nice night, I will say, yet or nice day yesterday. But there are offensive problems. This would be a great series to, to, to get those problems fixed against the Arizona Diamondbacks. This would be a great series for them to get those fixed. Tonight, they're going to uh, send Dakota Hudson to the mound, uh, them being the St. Louis Cardinals, obviously, um, to try and continue his – trying to build off his last start, and they'll face Humberto Castellanos. That is quite a name. I love that name, Humberto. That's awesome. Uh, four games this year so far, 12 innings pitch. He's got eight strikeouts, a 1.25 whip. Uh, four games, two of those have been starts, so the ERA sits at three. Just 24 years of age. Um Four games overall, 26 games in his major league career overall. And he's got a 4.87 ERA and a 1.39 whip. Dakota Hudson, as I mentioned, coming off a really solid start in his last time out. Had a couple of rocky moments there early uh, in the season, but coming off six and two-thirds of scoreless baseball against the Cincinnati Reds where he walked four and struck out four. I'm going to give you guys a second for those listeners listen every day. Give me a se- I'm going to give you a second. What do you think I'm going to say the key to Dakota Hudson's successes? Just think about it, just for a moment. Ground balls. Throw strikes, keep them on the ground. Dakota Hudson, I think throwing strikes is key because he has been known in the past to get a little wild to start throwing some ball. I mean, that, that sinker has just a ton of tail to it. It can be hard to control, and I acknowledge that and understand that. But. He needs to find the strike zone against the Arizona Diamondbacks. When I look at this lineup that they're going to send out, Dalton Varshall, Pavin Smith, David Peralta, Christian Walker, Seth Beer, Cattell Marte, 
Carson Kelly, former Cardinal coming back home, Nick Ahmed, and Geraldo Perdomo. Not a lot of scariness in that lineup. Not a lot of thump in that lineup. Not a lot of anything outside of, okay, Peralta might hurt your Walker's not bad. Marte have his days. Carson Kelly, okay. Nobody in this lineup really scares me, terrified of, oop, circle this guy. This guy cannot beat us. He's the guy that got to lock down. No. No. This is not a deathly terrifying lineup. This is a lineup that could score some runs, but overall is not going to get the job done overall. Tomorrow is a really fun matchup. We'll see if it happens again. Forecast doesn't look great with rain and thunderstorms and things. Cardinals will face off against Madison Bumgarner, so you'll likely see Albert Pujols back in the lineup tomorrow. And the Cardinals are sending Adam Wainwright to the mound. Madison Bumgarner has had a pretty significant start to his season, age 32. I feel like Bumgarner's like 40. I feel like he's as old as Wainwright. But you got a couple of veterans going tomorrow if the game actually does happen, as I mentioned. He's 0-1 on the year, but he's got a 1 ERA, 1.00 in 18 innings, 13 strikeouts, and a whip of 1.22. Madison Bumgarner really hasn't been the same since he left San Francisco uh, for a long period of time. Really wasn't even the same towards the end of that realm. And he's coming off a you know three solid starts. He's gone five innings in each of his last three starts. He's given up no earned runs in the last two. Got an earned run against Houston on the 12th. He did walk four in his last start, but he or four and two starts ago, zero his last start. He's going to throw strikes. When, when you have the stuff like Bumgarner has, and they have the stuff like Wainwright has that has diminished over the course of your career, because that's what time does, you've got to find the strike zone. Can't walk any batters. That's exactly what Bumgarner has done. Adam Wainwright is going to be looking to right the ship. I've used this line a couple times, probably more than a couple. I rarely bet against Adam Wainwright. And I almost never, almost never bet against Adam Wainwright at home. This will be his first start at home since uh, opening day. So hopefully he has a nice homecoming. And I also am not going to bet against Adam Wainwright. Coming off a bad start at home against the Arizona Diamondbacks. Again, I mean no amount of huge disrespect. I just simply am pointing out that the Arizona Diamondbacks are a weaker team than the St. Louis Cardinals. That is just an absolute objective fact. Now the Cardinals need to go out and prove it. There's a reason you play the games. The way this offense is hitting, yesterday aside, this could be a tough series. It could be if the offense decides to hit like they were doing before yesterday. And again, I said it yesterday in the lockdown now, just because they had that great game, that does not fix the offensive problems. That does not mean this season is fixed. La-di-da, this is great. This is all better now. Go out and prove it. Take care of the business you need to take care of. They did that yesterday after not doing so the two days prior. Do it this weekend. Dylan Carlson, use the game you had yesterday as a jumping-off point, as a leaping-off point. Dakota Hudson, use your last start as a jumping-off point. Adam Wainwright. Be okay with coming back home and finding some more success after coming off a bad start. Come home, do what you need to do, do what you can do to be successful. Those are the first two games. 
take a quick break, talk about the last two games, and finish up the show talking about uh, the Dimeback series and how the Cardinals can win it. But first, I want to tell you about BetOnline.net. It is your number one source for all of your betting stats and your sports info. You can find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs and the start to Major League Baseball. BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sport wagering information from live betting, playoffs, esports, and so much more. So head to the website today, or you can use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action, because Bet Online is where the game starts. Be sure you guys are listening to Locked On Now. You have recaps of MLB games with analysis from our local experts, taking fans through the season like no other network does. Free and available wherever you get your podcast. This is coverage like only Locked On can give you. Also, Locked On has an incredible draft special coming out tonight if you're listening for that or you want to go back and watch it for the NFL. So go back and watch that as well. Um, the Cardinals sending out Miles Michaelis to the mound on Saturday, and he is puts together a string of really, really good starts. 22 and a third innings pitched on the season for Michaelis, 1.21 ERA, 18 punch-outs, and a whip of 0.94. He's looking like he did in 2018. He really is. Seven shutout innings against the Mets on Tuesday. He had to do it against Max Scherzer. He stepped up. So now, I'm not saying that this is a, um, a trend of Michaelis, but this is a what I would say, this would, be, this would be my mindset. You pitch to the level of competition you were facing in Max Scherzer and to the magnitude of the Mets, right? You pitch to that level of competition. You succeeded. That's great. Don't dip down and pitch to the level of the Diamondbacks. The Cardinals are going to be facing Muriel Kelly, who's not having a terrible season, having actually a pretty good season based on the numbers. 1.69 ERA, 21 in the third innings pitched off four starts, 22 strikeouts and a whip of 1.27. Coming off a decent start, six innings, three earned runs, seven hits, two walks, four strikeouts against the Dodgers. Before that, one run and six innings against the Nationals. And before that, five and a third innings of shutout baseball against the Houston Astros. Pretty good offense there. Pretty good offense in L.A. as well, and he was able to get a quality start, even though I don't like the quality start stat. So Miles Michaelis, I don't think he's going to need to be the stopper because the Cardinals are going to have a pretty good shot at winning the next two games. But for Michaelis, it is just simply continuing the success he's found in his last couple of starts, especially against the Mets. You don't need to strike out the world. I think he struck out five or six against New York on Tuesday. Don't need to strike out the world. You need to get outs, preferably around 21. Seven innings of solid baseball. Anywhere from 18 to 21 outs would be considered a success, in my opinion, for Miles Michaelis. That's at 115. And then on Sunday, this is where the update and the question comes in. First of all, Jack Flaherty is scheduled to throw again in a couple weeks from the mound. He's progressing extremely nicely. So that is very exciting news uh, for Jack Flaherty coming back maybe a little bit sooner than expected. Jordan Hicks is scheduled to start on Sunday. He says he has every intention of starting on Sunday. Uh, I'm not saying we're starting to get to the make or break point for Jordan Hicks of a guy that needs to produce. Um, quality outings from the starting uh, position or send them down or whatever. But it's getting to that point where you need to start thinking about it. Because so far, four games, two of those have been starts. ERA of three, 
Nine innings overall has yet to go more than three innings in any appearance. And that three innings came in the start against Miami. So now you, you you've you've seen the success in terms of the stuff from Jordan Hicks. You've seen the all right, the stuff is good, the stuff is there. That's great. Um, now it's time to start saying, okay, let, let's go with the innings and get the innings up and be more of a true starter, right? The Cardinals need to just take care of this. That's a phrase that I love saying uh, in case you haven't noticed. Uh, and I'm going to end this with a couple, little bit of live breaking news as a couple of Cardinals have been suspended by Major League Baseball. Nolan Arenado has received a two-game suspension and an undisclosed fine. And Hennessy Cabrera has received a one-game suspension and an undisclosed fine. According to this article on MLB.com, unless appealed, the suspensions of Arenado and Cabrera are scheduled to be effective tonight when the Cardinals are scheduled to host the Arizona Diamondbacks in St. Louis. If they elect to appeal, the discipline will be held in abeyance until the process is complete. Uh, again, undisclosed fine. Uh, Mets pitcher Yoan Lopez is also fined for contributing to the incident. Um, pair of players as well. Jack Flaherty and Taiwan Walker were also participated while being on the injured list. So that is the update for the disciplinary actions of the Cardinals and the Mets. So that ought to make Cardinal Twitter really happy. Um, so nobody in the Mets suspended. Lopez and Walker fine because Walker fine because he was on the IL and participated. Lopez for um, for throwing nothing in unintentional. So ending the show with a little bit of live breaking news. Make sure your, your next listen is locked on MLB with our pal Sully. Um, Cardinals, in my opinion, with the pitching they have lined up, should win three out of four. Get back on track, continue the, the hot streak. Um, we'll be back tomorrow, bright and early, just like normal. Um, hopefully get it out early in the morning, but it will not be at 6 p.m., I guarantee you that. Uh, so be sure to tune back in tomorrow to Locked On Cardinals. Thank you for tuning in today. Truly do appreciate it. Hopefully the Cardinals can get a win tonight and the next couple of days. So back tomorrow, talk with more Cardinal baseball. Uh, until then, be sure to stay safe, stay well, and have a fantastic rest of your day.